Episode 23, Get Unplugged and Find Your Connection. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And it's Memorial Day weekend, so first and foremost, we want to say a special thank you to all of our veterans and active duty military. Uh, We very much appreciate your service. We sure do. And the sacrifices that you and your families make. Yep. Um, And living here in San Diego, we know many of you and have had you in our small groups. mm -hmm. You are in our schools with our kids. We are around you daily. I've worked for many of you over the years. I am a blessed man to have known many of you and and thank you all for all that you've done. It's a, it is a privilege and an honor. And we just wanted to start tonight's episode saying thank you for your service Um, we know that that is a very big deal and it's not something that we take lightly so as we move into this week's episode you know we want to talk some things about what's been going on this past week and what's coming up in a week Um, there's a lot going on I know that Tony wanted first and foremost just to to talk about some emails that he's received yeah just over the last couple of weeks I've been getting a couple emails from a a few of you folks out there and, and basically the gist of the email or comment is I'm so jealous of yours and Elisa's marriage. And I just wanted to clarify quickly to let you know that we don't, what we do here every week on our podcast and what we do with one extraordinary marriage.com is by no means to make you guys jealous. We, we started one because we wanted you guys to know that there is a real life couple out there that goes through crap, that has gone through some bad stuff, is going through some good stuff, and it can happen in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And so when I see those, I just I just wanted to reiterate that a lot of what we're doing is is sharing so that you know that you can have an extraordinary marriage. You can have a great marriage. It's not to be jealous about Elisa and I. I hope that a lot of you take what we say and and do and apply it to your marriages mm-hmm. because that's what it's all about. It's about sharing what we have gone through and hopefully that it, it taps somewhere in your soul, in your heart where you go, I've been there or we're there and we want to make a difference right. in our marriage. So... Just just to let you guys know that I, I've just been receiving it and I just wanted to uh, to let you know that. I hope you guys are using what we're saying and what we're doing. We hope that you love our Marriage Minute Mondays. If you're not signed up with Marriage Minute Mondays, make sure you get to com And on the right-hand side, subscribe. We have close to 200 subscribers there that receive our weekly one-minute video of us just talking about fun little things you can do during the week. And it's things that Elise and I do. And that's that's kind of where the idea for the marriage minute money Monday, Monday. Monday. Monday had come from. You right. know, just little things that we we try and do during the week um, that we can share with all of you. And mm-hmm. it's been another milestone week. Um, right before we got on to record tonight, 
we looked at our Facebook fan page, the One Extraordinary Marriage fan page, and we've hit a milestone. Yeah. We have over 500 fans. Unbelievable, Or likes guys. or we call you fans. We do. Um, regardless of how Facebook terms it these days. And, and so that has been unbelievable that kind of blew us away you know we you know we started and it was all you know friends and family we're like oh please please be a fan and now you guys are sharing this Mm -hmm. and you're you know i mean we look at our fan list and i probably know a handful of people now um 90 of them are my friends okay well you know just letting you know thank you i'm glad you've got so many (laughs) friends (laughs) and that they all like you um Yep. But we we just it's another another way that we can see that you guys are tracking with our message. Right. And that what we're saying is hitting a chord and so that is that's very exciting to us um to see not only the growth in marriage minute Mondays but also the growth on the Facebook fan page and you guys know, I mean we say it every week that you can reach us anytime at ask Elisa at one extraordinary marriage or ask Tony at one extraordinary marriage.com. And you know, you know what we're going to say next. We're going to say you can always call us on the listener feedback line, the 858-754-9937. But you guys have been coming. You guys are batting really well this last couple of weeks. We got two more this week that we're about to play for you. One is from Mary in Australia. Thank you for our first international call, Mary. And one is from Ron out in Colorado. So we're going to play those and comment on those. Hi, it's Mary from Australia here. Um, I recently joined up to your One Week of Six Challenge, and so I thought I'd bring in and say hello. Um, you seem to get very excited about having an Australian on there, and I'm very aware that maybe my accent sounds a little bit broken, and I'm probably using words that you don't even know. So anyway, I'm just ringing to say hi, and um, Michael and I are very excited about the challenge next week, um, this afternoon. I'm not sure what we can up to, but um, it'll be our nine-month wedding anniversary during that challenge, so it's really something to look forward to. So thanks for your podcast and your blog, and I look forward to hearing more. Bye-bye. Mary, we are so excited. One, that you called in all the way from Australia, and don't worry about the accent. We, uh, You should have seen Tony's face. Loved it. Face. You should have seen Tony's face when he realized where you were calling from, just beside himself excited. And we're glad that you've signed up for the first annual seven days of sex challenge. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in countdown mode, folks. Well, Mary is our, our first Australian and first international caller. And, she, and her and her husband are also uh, one of five or six couples internationally. internationally. So thank you so much, Mary, for, uh, for joining us for this coming up week. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. I'll tell you that we have right now 49 couples, 49 couples. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I looked just before we 49 started. 49 couples are going to be joining us for the seven days of sex challenge. And it's not too late. You guys, if you've been reading our blog and checking out what's happening with this, um, it's not too late. You can sign up up to June 5th at 12 PM Pacific standard time. And if you don't know where that is in relation to where you are, just Google California time zone and it will tell you. There you go. Yeah, we, we got to cut that off at 12 because there's we want to make sure we have everybody down. We got a lot of work to do on our end to make sure we have everything ready to go for the upcoming week. And we also have our first prize giveaway from our, our great friend Gina Parrish. We're going to be giving away uh, 
Romance Rescue. And that will be given away on on uh, Saturday, so the day before we even start. So this is going to be awesome. It, it, it's going to be different for Elisa and I. Oh, well, yes, because you know this will be the first year that we actually have couples doing it with us. Right. Well, and, and managing 50 plus, 50 plus couples. couples now. And, and really, you know, I want to make sure that you guys, because not everybody has jumped on to the um, page. The page. And so I just want to make sure that we kind of cover what we expect of you guys if you're participating in the challenge right um besides having sex with your spouse every day which that, is which is bonus that's the, the, you know that's the number one whether you do anything else that's like the cherry on top well that's the whole sunday <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's the whole sunday it is so do you want to explain just on a daily basis in order for the prizes and things like that well what we're going to be doing is daily we'll be giving prizes every Here's our goal and here's our plan is that every day a new post will be posted at 12 a.m. On that day's, you need to comment. Let us know that you have completed that day. And then the following day, we will then do a random drawing for for the previous day's comments. comments. And if it gets a little, if we get a little screwy and everything sort of crumbles we Tony, just got a lot on our plate too. So just Tony, reserve, Tony reserves the right to uh, <laughs> invoke some flexibility into yeah, his. I mean, just understand we got a lot going on too, and we want to come up with some good, some good shows during the week and some good posts and hopefully some videos. So we got some stuff planned. So just keep in mind, we're doing the challenge too. We're doing, yeah, we're, we're there with in, you In as addition well. to uh, lifestyle and kids and, and everything that you all are juggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you who are joining us, one thing that Elise and I are going to do this week is we're actually we're actually um, fasting Epstein. from sex. So we're gonna we're just gonna stay. So. We're not gonna have sex this week and just let the desire and the passion within us sort of build up. So that way, when we go into this first into the seven days challenge, we're we're rearing to go. So well, we're excited. And and then again, not again, but to let you guys know at the end of that. At the end of the week, Friday, we actually take off for our couples retreat. Marriage retreat. Marriage retreat for our church. And we're really excited about this. We're really excited to be there. Um, all of our, all of the couples there, we, we're getting some really cool stuff. And Elisa and I will be sharing more about that next week, probably from our hotel room. We're planning on bringing some of our podcasting equipment and talking to you. Okay, so. guys, how romantic is that, that we're you know, taking all of our equipment <laughs> on the marriage retreat. Heck I mean, yeah, it's a, it is romantic. It's have, what we do. You have to understand, we kind of take our equipment. Um, it's everywhere. Getting to, it's getting to the point where we take it everywhere. But we don't do it. We don't use it all the time. And like I said earlier, Marriage Minute Monday, make sure you sign up because this week's Marriage Minute Monday was actually while we were camping. Well, the one that's going to be posted. Tonight. Today's Monday. I know it's going to be, it's marriage minute Monday. It gets posted on Monday. So oh. I'm going to do it after we podcast. Oh, I thought you had already put one up. No. Oh, I was lazy last week. <laughs> I'm oh, trying to get ready for camping me, and everything. Oh, you told me that you were going to, I was going, I was going to, and then things happen and I didn't do it. Got it. So you, after we podcast, I'm going to put one up. So for those of you that are used to getting it early on Mondays, keep in mind today it. it was a holiday. Yeah. You know, we got to take a break too. So, <laughs> What are you going to uh, do? Oh, that's awesome. What else? Was, I was going to say something else about it. About the challenge? Oh, you know what? Strip down. 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. It is out in PDF format. Ebook. Ebook. We got it. It's up on the site. Go to the store. 
tab, hit store, hit the PDF or ebook version. It's twelve bucks. It's a steal. If you want, if you if you don't want the ebook just yet, I've gotten everything taken care of with with our printer. We have a proof copy coming our way by Wednesday, hopefully of this week. I should be ordering, and we're we're gonna order a, enough, hopefully to get all of you guys because we've had a lot of you say you want this. It's awesome. It's awesome. We just had some problems with the with the previous printer. We've run through seven weeks of a small group study at our church on mm-hmm. Strip Down. I and know we, tomorrow's our last week with this right. group, and we and we just gave them basically the word document copy and a three ring binder. And that's what they've been going off of. And it wasn't even the completed manuscript edited. And we have had so much fun in this. So when you guys get it and you start looking over it, and if you want to have one at your church, a small group, we would love to talk to you and we would love to help you guys have one because the, the the conversations we have had in our church and with this select group of folks has been absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And all you have to be is somebody or a couple that is interested in intimacy and marriage and want to share. You're sharing, you know, you can share what Elise and I have done um, and just want to facilitate the book and just share from your heart how intimacy has made, how, how you have been affected by one extraordinary marriage, Elisa and I, and how intimacy is so vital in your your marriage. You don't have to be perfect. We're not none of us are perfect. We go in there and we just have a good time and we laugh and we share. And um so that's it's been great. Out. Yeah. I, I mean <laughs> We're excited. It's almost here. We've been telling you that for who however many months. Gosh, probably a month and a half now. You guys longer. some of you are probably thinking, yeah, right. <laughs> They're really getting a book out. It's amazing how much longer the back end process of getting a book printed takes. Mm-hmm. than actually writing the book. I think we're going to spend almost as much time um, yeah. on the back end. But All right. it's almost here. All right, let's so, get to Ron. I guess I'm getting cut off. Yep. We're going to hear from Ron now. Hey, Tony and Elisa. This is Ron in Fort Collins, Colorado. And wanted to just call you and compliment you on the last couple of podcasts you guys have done and just say good job and I've really enjoyed them. Um, the last one you did on your marriage being a safe place to share your emotions was really good. And Lately, I've been trying to make an effort of just being more real and, and honest with my wife about where I'm at and my and my feelings and my thinking and my emotions. And, you know, it gives her a, a, a way to pray for me. It, it, it just uh, helps us to be an intimate. And also, <clears throat> you know, I've seen lately some marriages around me that have kind of crumbled because I, I – I think what happened is, in many of these cases, is the guy in the marriage um, was going through some things, and in another case, they were going through a lot of changes, and and it just seemed like they became isolated, and I never want that to happen with Barbara and I, and so, you know, lately I've just been making an effort to, to just let her know, this is where I'm at, and I just need you to know and able to listen to me and, and pray for me, and, and it's just helped us to stay more connected. So um, anyway, just wanted to pass that along, and once again, thank you guys for the podcast you're doing. They're great. So look forward to the next one. Bye. Ron, thank you, one, for the encouraging words um, about what you've been getting out of the last couple of podcasts, and two, I want to thank you for for opening up to your wife like that. Um, yeah. You know, that. Amen is not, that, you know, on either side of the fence, you know, whether you're the wife or the husband, it's not easy to open up and let your spouse know 
we have trouble with it. That you have vulnerabilities that you have. Absolutely. That you have issues that you're dealing with that you really need prayer, that you need comfort. Mm -hmm. And so I commend you on making that effort um, so that you don't end up in situations like what you're seeing around you where, you know, the marriage is not a safe place for emotions and trouble ensues. Right. Um, And so that's as you've, as you've seen, right. I mean, you made mention of two of them and you know, I think that's a big thing when we become isolated we feel like we're the only ones out there and the devil has has a hold on us. Mm-hmm. And I know many of you are in the same boat as I am. It, when we get to that point, the thoughts that start going through our heads, they can lead down a really slippery slope. And that's where the devil wants us. Absolutely. You know, so opening up and sharing as scary and as fearful as it may seem at times, it's way better than the alternative. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think a lot of us really need to remember and really think this through. What is the alternative? You know, could this get to the point where we are separating from each where we're destroying our home because of our inability to speak up and share our emotions? It's true. You know, it, it, it's time to stand up, folks. It's time to be able to share with your spouse what's happening. And I know it's tough. I know it's scary. I've been there. Elisa has been there. We go through this, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to share something real quick here. Take over, Elisa, and I'm going to find this thing here. Okay. I'm taking over. Um, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a comment that we got just recently about a wife who um, had come across one extraordinary marriage. And hold on, I'm going to find it here. Hold on. It'll We're just, oh, okay. Well, while he digs, um, you know, I want to go back to, you know, what Ron was saying and, you know, I want to give his wife credit. Okay. For, okay. I found it. Okay. Well, I'm still going to give his wife credit. Okay. Well, sorry. Since you found it, you took a little while. So now it's my turn, <laughs> especially when you <laughs> put me on the spot like that. All right. Sorry. Uh, No, I just, I want to say, you know, kudos to his wife for being that safe place for him. You know, it's not just, you know, a a step for him to take to say, you know what, I'm going to make myself vulnerable to her. I'm going to share these emotions with her. She's got to reciprocate on that action and be okay listening to him. Yes. Be able to to be what he needs mm-hmm. oh, a- yeah. and to Bar- create the environment. And so for Bar- his wife to do that, mm-hmm. that's huge. Definitely. And so, you know, can really, we've had some conversations, email conversations and whatnot with them over the last few months. And just to hear these really great things that are happening in their marriage right, is really exciting. And, you know, these guys are on the right track. They are putting effort into their marriage. Right. Um, you know, they, they're just, they're getting it to getting it together and firing it on all cylinders. And so it's really hearing this phone call is just, um, warms the heart. Awesome. Yeah. Warms, really warms the heart. It, it, it really does. And you know, and just a month ago, I remember getting a, an email from, from Ron just asking for prayer. Mm-hmm. And I remember just getting that on my Blackberry one day and I just stopped and I, and I seriously, I just, I just prayed for those two and, and to get this a month later, uh, is, is just awesome. Mm-hmm. So, 
Okay, I didn't mean to cut cut in there, but no, I do okay. I do give Barb Back a lot of credit. No, I give Barb a lot of credit as well. I mean, as a spouse who's receiving this information, w- we have a couple options. One, we can run away, mm-hmm. or two, we sit there and we listen and we 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 serve our spouse. And we talked about that in episode something. I don't remember. We talk about serving our spouses, but that is part of serving our spouses is they're listening to them. Right. So, okay. So did you find what you're looking for? Yep. Aaron and Crystal married 13 years last March. They're in for the seven days of sex challenge and are from Louisiana. I crystal, this is crystal writing now. I crystal downloaded your first podcast last week and have been blown away by the similarities between your marriage and our marriage. It sounded like you were reading our mail. Within the past month, Jesus has been dealing with my heart about my attitude towards intimacy. I haven't always been this way. Pre-kids, we were awesome. I began praying for God to change my heart and also to lead me to quality, pure help. I stumbled upon your podcast and then the blog, and I now, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you were heaven sent for such a time as this. Aaron works offshore on two weeks on, two weeks off rotation. He returned home yesterday, and I poured my heart heart out to him concerning all that God has been dealing with me about. He was dumbstruck. We talked for over four hours. Holy cow. I then shared with him your website and the seven-day challenge. Although we will be living on a church campground in a travel trailer, helping to monitor our children's youth camp on the week of the seven-day challenge, he has heartily agreed that we are in it. Well, wait, and we are in. It will be an exciting week filled with many challenges, but ones that we are anxious to overcome. May God bless you as you continue in this work for him. Wow. Congratulations on, uh, dig it. Holy cow. Embarking on this challenge while you're at a campground. Here's the thing though, that I wanted to stick that, that I, that triggered me when Ron said all this was building up, right? All this was building up. Crystal had to take a step of faith. She had to take that step of faith because something was bugging her. Mm -hmm. And she did take that step of faith. And it lasted for four hours. You know, and it sounds like Aaron was a little like, oh my gosh, what's happening here? (laughs) I I think as a guy and as a husband, you are. But it also sounds like they work through a buttload of stuff. Because if they got to all of that, after four hours and want to do our seven day challenge while they're at a church camp. I mean, that's the power of God. Amen. That is it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we so believe that God is our, is our savior and he can do all things, then it's time to get off our butts and not be scared to share. There you go. That's I leaned back. <laughs> I, was, you know, I was a little bit back from the mic. Sorry about that. Yeah. I was just saying, you got to understand, folks, it's 945 on Monday evening. We've been gone all weekend. So we're rolling. It's hopefully dark. you guys are, I should ho- be sleeping. Hopefully you guys are rolling with us. <laughs> all right. What are we going to get into next? Well, I think we should go back actually to the topic tonight. Oh, yeah. Is, you know, get unplugged and get connected. I know. But we're plugged in again. We are plugged in again. <laughs> but for the last two and a half days, we were not. This is true. We actually. Two days. Saturday, Sunday, right. Monday, two and a half. All right. Two days. You're going to get technical? No. Okay. Thank you. Um, we actually, this Memorial Day weekend, 
decided that we were going to take the kids camping. And so we headed out on Saturday afternoon to a campground that we'd been to once before. And this isn't something we usually do on Memorial Day. Elisa and usually I, home. Elisa and I are way okay with just being lazy on Memorial Day weekend and doing nothing. We could sit around and honestly sleep hours away. We could, except that we have two children, so we yeah. don't ever sleep hours away. But well, we do, we'll, we'll, we'll chill out on the couch and just let them play and just do nothing. But this week, but this Memorial Day, we decided Alex, our eldest, decided um, about a month ago that he wanted to go camping, and so we. And so Tony's like, "Great idea!" And all I could think about it immediately was, "Gosh, hope we can find a campsite." <laughs> nice that you gave me notice. You want to go away on Memorial Day weekend. Anyway, we found a campsite. It was actually a great campsite mm-hmm. where it was located in the Agua Caliente um, County Park. County Park, and so it was about an hour and a half, hour and forty-five minutes from home. Mm-hmm. Which the drive there was interesting because Alex and I both kind of get um, car sick. We don't quite get car sick, but we get nauseous. Yeah, and it was a windy road up to the to Julian, and then a windy road down all the way to the desert. Because Tony had given me two options. Do you want to get there fast or what were my options? Fast or? The quicker, the slow way. The quicker, the slow way. And apparently it was my fault because I had neglected to think through the fact that the, because I never, well, I won't say never. I hardly ever drive out to East San Diego County. And so I don't think about the fact that the fast way is going to be no, the but, windy way. But I told you we'd have to go through Julian. Okay, but I could have handled the drive through Julian. It was the trip down on the other side that kind of pushed me over where I was like... No, you were already bad. Get out of here. You are already bad going up to Julian. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yes. Anyway, so Alex and I were a little nauseous, but we get there and... And and this drives me nuts, folks. This drives me nuts because I don't get car sick. (laughs) So he can't even empathize. He's just irritated. No, no, no. I'm not irritated. I am giving you options. Like I'm going, honey, roll down your window. Honey, have something to drink. And you you just. I don't want to do anything because I feel feel lousy. I know. And I I don't want you to feel lousy because I want you to feel good so that when we get there, we're, we're all having a good time. And we, and it just inevitably, it just, this always happens. And then Alex starts getting sick too. And I'm just going, oh my God. And then Abby, <laughs> out of nowhere, she's talking about bathrooms. And then all of a sudden it's like, I got to go to the bathroom now. And it's like, oh my God. Keep in mind, this, she's little. We're on this windy road. And I was like, oh, you know what? There's a store at the bottom. We can get there. We get to the store. There's no restrooms. It burned down in the 2007 fire. <laughs> and apparently the guy that works there does not go, go to the, the bathroom, bathroom all day. I guess. Uh, who knows where these people go to the bathroom. So at this point, we have to drive a little bit farther. We find a little turnout and then Miss Abby got had, a drop. Had her first experience going pee outside. Which was awesome. She was giddy with joy. Yeah. So that was good. That sounds good. Okay. We get to camp. We find out that our location at the camp is... Really cool. It was great. I mean, we were like right between the pool and the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I love this campground because the bathrooms are clean. They do a phenomenal job on just the, the facilities, facilities, the pools. Yeah. There, you know, two different pools for the kids to be in. One's like a wading pool, about two and a half feet deep, and the other is, you know, I think goes up to four or five feet. And it's just you're out there. Mm-hmm. You're out there so far that the sign when you're checking in says you know, no cell phone service. Your closest cell phone service is four miles away. And it was mine and Elisa's intention before we left though, was we're going to unplug. 
We're going to just get away from it all. We've been inundated with a lot of emails and, and things going on with the seven days of sex challenge. Uh, and our businesses. And, and our businesses. And we just said, you know what? It's time for us to just check out. Mm-hmm. And so no cell phones. I, I left I left my Blackberry here at home. <laughs> I, I left it at home because I didn't even want it to start beeping at me when I when we got into coverage. Right. So I, I brought mine, but I for, had right. no coverage. You had no coverage, but yours is just a cell phone. It's not a smartphone. Yes, that's because. And we knew that if something happened in emergency, we had to drive down the road four miles and we could right. make a phone call. Because I could still get no- voicemail notifications. So and I was and you could call out from that area too. Yes. There's like a little yes. area. So we just we just went unplugged. And from my stance and my, my point of view, it, it was a little weird. I mean, it was at times, especially on Saturday... It was just sort of like, oh my gosh, is, you know, am I getting emails or what's happening? Or, you know, I didn't have my phone with me just to like check the weather or do something stupid, which I am I, I need to break that habit. I, I learned from this weekend of, you know, sometimes when I just have nothing to do or somebody's talking to me and I really don't want to pay attention to them, I'll, I'll seriously, I'll just whip out my phone and like check the weather. Would you repeat that last line? What? Not to check the weather, the part before that. When someone's talking to me and I don't feel like listening? Yes. Well, that's an eye-opening statement. Now I know what, when I walk up to you and you've got that thing open. No, 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 no. I'm li- I'm already have it open and then you walk up to me. I don't I n- I rarely if ever open it up while we're talking. But do you Unless close it? Oh. No, because I've been I was looking at it and let and then unless you engage me in conversation then I close it. All the time? Not all the time. I said I'm not good all the time. And I got to work on that. Just checking. Because I, I, it was Saturday where I was like, oh my gosh, what's this? What's that? But Saturday night, once we got the kids to bed, I mean, we ran our kids hard. We ran, (laughs) we got there about three o'clock in the afternoon because we couldn't check in until two. Straight to the pool. Straight to the pool. I was setting up stuff. Elisa was with the kids. I mean, we ran them hard. We brought the football. I was playing football with Alex. And we're pretty much, I mean, we're easy campers. I mean, dinner is hot dogs and hamburgers over an open flame. Um, you know, we got a tent. We're not, we're not plush over here. We're just like, let's have, a, let's get away. We don't need the amenities of home. If I wanted home, I'd be at home. I don't need to go take it out to a campsite. <laughs> All the pop-up tents and the All RVs. All the pop-up tents and the RVs. And yeah, they, yeah, they did dig Our them. neighbors had... Yeah, they cool. had like the gourmet cooking going on next door. They did. I mean, yeah, that, it, it dad, was awesome. that dad was all about cooking. He was. So, you know, he, here's the thing that I really, so c- come Saturday night, the kids were finally in bed. We have the fire going and it was that moment where there's nothing going on. I mean, it was just quiet and you could see the stars mm-hmm. and you know, the fire is just crackling away. And it was just an amazing moment for Elisa and I to just share and talk. And for me, by this point, I wasn't worried about my Blackberry dinging or a phone call coming in or checking Facebook or my computer making a noise to let me know something was happening. Uh, at that point, it was like, wow, this is so 
good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, over the course of the weekend, it was, I, I just had such a connection with the kids this weekend. I think that's where I really saw it. One, because they wanted to spend so much time in the pool. And I think you guys, have, I think in one of our earlier episodes, in fact, I know we did, there was one where uh, we talked about the fact that we'd gone to the beach that day and Tony had gotten a little irritated with me because I didn't want to go near the water because it was so cold. Mm-hmm. And so the great thing about this weekend was that, you know, it's, you know, 95, a hundred degrees out there. I think somebody, I heard somebody say the pool water was like 85. The children's wading pool was probably closer to nine. That was like bath water. Yeah. And so I was completely comfortable being in the water with the kids because I wasn't freezing cold. And so for me to be able to do that and to just play with them and splash with them and, you know, have that mom's not doing anything else time. Mm-hmm. It's just one-on-one or two-on-one, you know, if they were both around playing, that was really, you know, that was really good. Mm-hmm. And then you and I getting those opportunities both Saturday and Sunday night when, you know, everybody's in bed and, you know, Saturday night we had a great conversation about, you know, dreams and where we're going and what's going on deeper, more so than, you know, we've gotten pretty good at it, but this was even better because we weren't at home. So even at night when we, you know, we turn off everything, there's still the, oh gosh, we really should do the dishes now or, you know, do we need to fold clothes or yeah, there, there's just there's no still, distractions, you know, cause even, even if on the electronics are off, if you're at home, there's still stuff you can be doing and it's in the back of your head. So you're not right. You have to work a lot harder to be a hundred percent engaged. Right. I think at least I do because you know, you and I can be having a conversation and I'm over here. Um, you know, uh, this reference won't mean a lot to a lot of people, but you know, thinking about England, it's uh, the line from, or the section from intimacy ignited the first book that we did on intimacy. studied on intimacy where you know, sometimes we women are thinking about, you know, England or whatever that thing is that's distracting you. Um, and From true intimacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if I'm not giving you 100%, then I'm not really being truly 100% intimate with you. And I think the electronics do that, though. They, they suck they, that they, away. They definitely do. I mean, you brought it up big time with the kids. For me, it was one of those opportunities and chances when... You know, we're just hanging out at the camp, especially midday when it was just blazing oh, hot. You know, hot. we were just looking for shade to, to stay cool because we didn't feel like, excuse me, excuse <laughs> me. Sorry, guys. Wow, I don't think Ooh. he's ever done that on air. Sorry. Um, when we were just, we didn't want to, we, we just had already had our time at the pool. I think Abby had crashed out in the van. <laughs> and I mean, it was just Alex and I to go, hey, get the game Slamwich. Let's just play it. And, there was no distraction. I mean, he and I just played and we just played and we had a good time. You were reading. And so it, it was good. It, it was, it was good to be able to do that. And I, I hope that we're able to remind ourselves, you know, what it was like. So that way we're not bringing it back home all the time because these electronics tend to cause, they, they, it's just, it takes away from what we need to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, for our, for our marriage, but even with our kids. Right. And I, I mean, I, that was, 
you know, I kept having these little moments, not that I brought it up to you every single time it happened, but whether, you know, you and I were having a conversation or I was doing something with the kids. I think Abby and I held hands when we walked everywhere this weekend. Yeah. Everywhere. And, you know, that was just her way of staying close. Mm -hmm. Not that she felt threatened, not that she was scared. It was just, you know, I'm hanging out with my mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that was really cool. You know, and it wasn't until... It wasn't until we started to pack up this morning and you and I started getting distracted doing all of the um, all of the pack up, wrap right. up camp stuff that she really started to throw some attitude. Right. But for the majority of the weekend, except when she got overtired, which, you know, like Tony said, we did run the kids kind of ragged. Um, you know, we didn't really have any behavioral issues with the kids. And, it, you know, it's those kinds of aha moments that say, you know what, when we're home... And when I'm distracted doing my stuff and you're distracted doing your stuff and they're not getting attention from us. Right. I think that's when we see a lot of our flare ups, temper tantrums, whatever you want to call them. And that is one of those things. That Even from us though. Right. What's one of the biggest things that you and I get irked about? You're on the computer. You're on your phone. Yep. In fact, I even called you on it when we walked in the door. Well, that's a whole nother story. Just <gasps> coming home to messages and stuff it was just uh, after being away <laughs> i'm speechless here that's why i'm not saying anything <laughs> no after being away mm-hmm. it, and just it was just sort of like wow and coming home all i could start i started thinking about it at the at the bottom of 67 i'm like oh man i gotta go look at all the messages and what do we have and this and that and you know i mean i walked into you know what was it a, we were gone two and a half days yeah. two days i mean i walked home to 40 emails. Okay. Were any of them life or death at the moment we walked in the door? No. Okay. Just check. It's no, you're right on. It's all perception. It's all how I perceive it and what I think needs to get done. Yeah. You're you're right on. You you handled it well because we, you know, we pulled in the kids, the kids ran to get plugged in because they'd been watching a movie and, I knew and, that, and they needed some downtime after being, right. I mean, even this morning w- they were rearing to go. They wanted the pool. We took them to the pool. We took the, we took the long way home so nobody would get sick. And then it was even longer because there was an accident on the eight. And so traffic yeah. came to a stop. stop. So, you know, we just, the kids were, the kids were tired. So we, we did allow them to just chill out in front of the TV, which allowed me time to take a nap. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, go, getting but, back to what we I got did. Home. We walked. Sorry. We walked in the door, and you know, so the kids go run off to watch TV, and I'm starting to unload the car, and I bring something into the kitchen, and there's Tony and his BlackBerry, and I, you know, I see his little thumb, you know, with the roller ball. <laughs> My little thumb. <laughs> Your thumb. You know, the thumb and the roller I, ball. I got a normal sized thumb. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you got, but you know, you yes, got your I BlackBerry know. thumb. Yep. And uh, I, I just, I looked over, and I'm like, really? you couldn't stay unplugged a little bit longer. And this isn't to say that I didn't come home and get on Facebook, but I waited until we'd unloaded everything. I didn't didn't even turn my computer on until you were getting close to nap time. I was going to say, I I thought you turned it on after I fell asleep. Oh, maybe I did. You know, but but it was one of those things where I was like, wow, like we walked in the door and he's like straight for the Blackberry. And uh, yeah, I'm not saying I'm good. 
I mean, I think that's kind of why some people call it like the crack barrier or whatever, because it was just mm-hmm. like, oh, he's like, yeah. I've got 40 messages. Okay. Right. Okay. They're, they're not important. You know, I had a me- I had one message on my phone for the three days that we were gone. Right. And and that wasn't it wasn't and, life or death. Right. I mean, I I did some. But other here's st- the thing: Why do we treat these these electronics are 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 fighting for our time? They're fighting for the time that we have together. Why is it that they constantly become top priority over our spouses? Or over our kids when they shouldn't be. Why are why do we constantly use them and disconnect from everything else? That's a great question. You know, and that's that's my thing. Is like, I love it. Don't don't get me wrong, folks. I mean, we we podcast and we do videos and we have you're our, plugged into us electronically. So and, we, <laughs> you know, we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter too. It's 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 one of those things that i i love our community but at the same time how do we how do we set up boundaries so that we know when to say enough's enough i think that's something mm-hmm. that we, you and i need to start working out on and going okay who's more important mm-hmm. you know is getting a blog post that important or can we shut it down at 10 o'clock so that way you and i can sit down and talk for are 15, 20, 30 minutes. Right. Right. And I think and that's that's something that as we've gone through this process, not just this weekend, but it's in our marriage, it's been building. I think, you know, our, our and I'm going to call it what it is. It's an addiction to electronics. Yeah. Oh, it is. Whether it's your phone, your computer, the internet. We. We, video games, whatever it is. You know, it was really funny. I was just reading an article in uh, the acupuncturist's office mm-hmm. last week, and there's a new um, the diagnostic manual for psychiatry and psychologists. It's the DSM. Okay. The fifth edition or version is coming out, and they were talking about all of these new disorders really? that are going to be in there. And you know, they're talking about the this whole computer. Um, you know, computer addiction or internet addiction or something along those lines was being mentioned in there because there are so many people that spend excessive amounts of time on their computers. And I'm not talking about work. I, you know, so many of you listening to us, you know, you work on a computer. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, are you talking like the social networking type stuff? It's the social networking. It's, you know, playing games on the computer. It's, doing you know just being you, you and i were talking about this this weekend how often are we on here just looking up stuff right. you know i mean you were talking about you know sometimes you're just looking up the weather on your phone we live in san diego step outside our, our weather does not change so much right no you're right I, you know it's, I, pro- I it's probably gonna you. be sunny I agree with you. I, I, yeah. We're in June now, probably have June gloom in the morning. So you'll probably see, you know, low clouds, little gray in the morning. And then it'll burn off mid-morning, midday. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be 75, 80. Yeah. And we'll be good. And that's, you know, the weather in June in San Diego. <laughs> You're done. You won't need to check the weather for the next month. Right. Um, You're right. But we've become so programmed 
and I, I'm going to use that word to think that everything that happens electronically is like the end all be all and it's supposed to take priority. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, if we get a call. Somebody needs to talk to us right now. Well, guess what? They know how to leave a message. Mm-hmm. I know that because Tony has, is teaching me that because I'm like, oh, somebody's calling. Got to take the phone call. And he's like, no, we're, you know, it's like we don't answer the phone at dinner time. Right. That that's a boundary that we have put in our family. It doesn't matter if it's the cell phone or the house phone, unless we get phone calls on both phones immediately, in which case we think that's typically an emergency situation. Right. Um, but for the most part, you call us on our house phone. We are not answering. Right. Call us on our cell phone. We're not answering. We'll talk to you after that half an hour with our family is over. Well, I think that's what we need to do overall because that has become, that has become a tried and true. This is when we don't answer the phone. It's dinner time. I mean, the kids know it, the phone rings, they look at it and we just go, it's dinner time. And we just let the answer machine get it. I think that's what we need to start. We need to sit down this week and talk that over. We needed, we need to discuss that and we need to determine what is appropriate electronic time. Mm hmm. You and I, I think, you know, this weekend hit it home for us because, right. you know, we're on the verge of summer break starting. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be home with the kids right, for nine weeks. And, you know, that is something that we need to have in place prior to them getting out of school. Mm-hmm. I, I need to have that in place for myself so that I don't, you know, relegate them to watching cartoons. Right, and I need to also have a balance for myself because I do my business over the computer. So I do need to have time, but it's not all of the uh, wasted of it, time. Uh, yeah, waste. a lot of it I, I'm is talking that, about the wasted waste time. time that we, you just know, spend I can probably there. condense what I need to do if I had like one solid hour, right? And you know, as opposed to probably three hours of you know screwing around on the computer during the day, right? And so it's you know we've limited our children. And how much electronic time they get. And it probably is time for us to sit down and say, you know what? We need to do the same thing for ourselves. Right. No, I I agree. And we we just need to make that. We need to make that a priority in our marriage. And I'm guessing we're not alone. Oh, I doubt it. You know, considering and, you know, I love you guys. But considering how many of my friends I see posting on Facebook at all hours of the day and night. um, I know I'm not alone in my Facebook enjoyment. Right. Um, but I challenge you this week to really be thinking about your usage, your usage of cell phones, Facebook, internet, how much of that time is necessary and how much of that time, like Tony said earlier is I don't necessarily want to talk to the person that's trying to have a conversation with me. So I'm going to do something else. I mean, that, that's a really powerful statement in a negative way. What he just, what he had said earlier, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's one of those things that makes me say, okay, well, how am I, you know, maybe with my kids, how often am I not wanting to engage in them? And so I'm spending time on the computer, right? You know, how many nights do Tony and I spend on the computer doing other stuff when we could be, you know, watching a movie together or playing a board game? You know, what am I choosing? What am I choosing? You know, what am I getting from my electronics? And this is a question to ask yourself this week. What am I getting from the electronics that I'm not getting from the people in my life? 
or I'm not allowing them to give me because I think my electronics are more important. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what message am I sending to my family because I think my electronics are more important? Yeah, it's not a good one. It's a really lousy message. Yeah, I'm thinking about it myself right now. You know, sit down with your spouse this week and ask the question, do I spend too much time on my phone, on my computer, on the internet? And be open to what you hear as the response because chances are you're probably not going to like what they have to say. But I can guarantee you they'll be more honest with you than you will be with yourself. Yeah. Because I know if I ask Tony that question, he's going to you know, rattle off a ridiculous number. And, and I vice know, versa. And I know it's true. I mean, I, I think you would say the same about me. Yeah. And it, it's not a, it's not a pretty picture. Mm-mm. And that's why we're talking about it this week because we spent 48 hours unplugged and it's got us thinking about what changes we need to make in our marriage and in our family. And, you know, seeing my kids this week, this weekend, having fun with me, and I'm typically not the fun parent. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Let's be honest. I'm not the fun parent. (laughs) Oh, you are. No, I'm not. Th- I know I'm not the fun parent, but I had fun with my kids this weekend. And that was important to me. I had great conversation with you. Right. And that was important to me. And it's a choice that each one of us has to make on whether we're going to allow ourselves to be so plugged in that we lose the connections or if we're going to get unplugged and rediscover those connections. Yeah. You know, and so you've got some challenges in this podcast this week to say, you know what, how, what am I choosing? That's right. And, you know, we would love to hear your thoughts on this. We'd love to hear what choices you're making or what electronic struggles you're having. You know, give us a call. It's, you know, I mean, you can call us from anywhere. You know that now. Um, Australia, we'd love to hear from you again. Canada. Um, you know, all over, call us 858-754-9937. If you want to email us directly, you can always email me at askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Or me at asktony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You know, make these changes before it's too late. Yep. I'm looking at my kids. They're seven and four. I've got time to change my relationship with them so that they don't always think mom you know, hangs out on Facebook. Right. You know, you've got time if you choose to make a change. So get unplugged. And join us for the seven days sex challenge. Love you guys. 